This is War Vessel Radio, standing firm upon the truth of Jesus Christ and speaking triumphantly from the Word of God, boldly living from a position in Christ and decreasing so that Jesus will increase, proclaiming to the world the gospel of Jesus Christ and a hope and a future found in Him. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the War Vessel Radio podcast. We're starting off in episode 47. Um, I am excited to be with you here today. My topic, it's not really a topic, it's more of an exhortation, and it's kind of even more of a challenge and an exhortation from Jesus to my own soul that is something I'm walking through and thinking through and needing to apply in my own spiritual walk. And in thinking through uh, the direction of War Vessel Radio and where is this podcast going to go? What am I going to talk about? Um, and I've kind of been rolling around and wrestling with this for the last couple of weeks. And I'm sure you guys can tell in the last few episodes, it's kind of just been a little loose. And I'll even admit, I have felt it's a little loose and I've walked away from the recording just like, Lord, if I just feel like I'm missing the oomph that I want to have for talking about you and your glory. Where, why is this? Why have I lost an edge or, or what I feel like I'm losing is an edge. And so I, I've been wrestling with this in my mind and my uh, my heart and soul, especially since I want this to be a strong and robust podcast for his glory. I want this to be his podcast and I want to be a worthy vessel of communicating the truth of Jesus Christ and the hope and the love and the joy. And if I'm lacking that as a leader, then... I know my listeners will lack that. And so that's been very challenging to me. And uh, I've been seeking the Lord's heart on this. And one of the things that just popped into my head as I was praying through, or both praying through and thinking through War Vessel Radio, was this idea of just going back to the basics. What is War Vessel Radio supposed to do? And my answer to that was instantly, it is simply to glorify Jesus Christ, to make Jesus known, to reveal or and to dwell in his truth, to be saturated in Jesus, and to have uh, to discuss openly the Christian walk in, in that before life and it's all of its glories and struggles and how Jesus utilizes all of those things to give himself glory. And the end goal is that Jesus would receive the glory. And so I was, I've been freshly stirred in that thought and getting back to that simplicity in Jesus, that simplicity of Christ, that this is what we are here to do, that it's what I'm here to do on this earth is to give glory to Christ. And so by extension, this podcast and what I decide to do with it is is meant to fulfill that and that Jesus wants to fulfill that. So becoming grounded in that, but then going a step further and analyzing my own life as in my spiritual walk, where I'm at in life, the things I'm walking through and discerning how the Lord would have me change. And that's been very convicting. Even about as I was sitting here before recording this, the Lord was just bringing to mind ways that of convicting my my spirit within me through his Holy Spirit of knowing how I can do better for serving him, for having a relationship with him. And I've mentioned in the last 
couple podcasts. This is a very much a changing season for me. Uh, last week I talked about being recently engaged and and it's extremely exciting and it's a it's a big change too. And so there's a spiritual significance going along with this shift in life of seeing my of my uh, what has been my dominant season of singleness now switching to that of a a dual season of of going to be marriage and being a husband and having to serve a, a wife and how is my spirit being enabled to do that and am I allowing the grace of Jesus and the convicting uh, table turning loving uh, hard side of Jesus that side that of Jesus which I am actually extremely attracted to um, praise the Lord is his wanting to come into our temple and say these things don't belong here we need to get them out this is what this temple was designed to do to give glory to the Father, to be a place of sacrifice and worship. And it's not supposed to have all these money exchanges and goats and sheep and cattle and all these things cluttering up the Lord's house. And that's what Jesus wants to do in our lives. And He's put, and for me, just looking at my own life, he's doing that in my life. And he's doing that on a daily basis. Just sometimes he gives us a fresh insight into just the grandness of what he's doing and there's this like extra dose of humility that needs to come along with it and that is very much where I'm at is Jesus just giving me some more broken and contriteness and a fresh dose of humility and fully recognizing that I in my own strength cannot do everything I can't be a good leader of this podcast and a good leader of a relationship and a good leader at at work and in as an employee and being a witness and I can't be uh, a good friend if my own life before Jesus is not where it should be and the Lord has been revealing those things um, especially as my life changes and I can't maintain the status quo of where I've been at and what has worked for my spiritual walk, there's this calling of maturing that needs to happen. And there's a a new awakening of and sharpening to become a better tool in this new season. And so the Lord is kind of calling me from this spot. I've been to a new spot and I'm having to shake all this uh, dust off my clothes and um, recognize that I need to live differently. I need to serve Jesus in a new way and in a in a in a better way in a more intimate, uh, obeying and surrendered way, and that is just—it's always a unique thing, and it's always good to go through because there. <clears throat> it seems when these this awareness spiritually comes into my life, I—it's because I've gone through a week or a, a period of time where. I just feel abnormally weaker. It doesn't matter what my prayer life is like, what my scripture reading life is like. I could be reading a thousand chapters of scripture, praying for 50 hours a week or something like that. That was a little bit uh, exaggerated, but you get the idea. And it's like it is not making a dent. And I'm just like, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm drifting. 
I'm here, I'm there. And I just have this sense that I am distant from where I want to be in my relationship with Jesus. And there is this lack in my life. And Lord, I don't have it all together. And and he begins revealing slowly as, as I begin analyzing my life and where I want to serve him, how lovingly, where he wants me to be. And that is always, when I begin to recognize it, it's hard, but it's also very uh, encouraging and almost exciting. In fact, I would say it is exciting to realize that when I'm in this place, it's because the Lord is calling me to a new perspective, a greater perspective, a stronger and higher perspective. And that's what I want in my life. And it's hard. Uh, I was going back just thinking tonight, what am I going to talk about with this uh, stirring in my own soul? And I was, the Lord just popped back in my head and this thing about the simplicity of Christ and thinking about just getting back to what it means to glorify Christ. I was brought back to Matthew 22, 37 to 40. And this is where Jesus is being tested by the Pharisees and a lawyer questions him and asks, asks, and verse 36, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus says to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang on hang all the law and the prophets. And so I felt this, just this Holy Spirit telling me, this is where you need to get back to. And it's in a new light of where I'm, I'm at in life and how the Lord's grown me and how that is changing and how this commandment also changes along with it, with the different people I'm bumping up with, with the new direction my relationship is headed in engagement and in marriage. How am I going to allow Jesus to continue to make this this commandment greater in my life and how is he going to work in that? And am I giving him the space in his temple of my body to to do that? And so that was that passage was brought to mind. And then I have been spending time in John, and I mentioned this a few weeks ago, uh, chapter 15, where it talks about abiding. And I've been recognizing, and I was convicted by this, again, I need to spend more time abiding. I have a rough go of it in some seasons where I can be reading the scripture, I can be praying, but it's like I'm going through the motions. I'm reading and it just feels dry like a desert and it's just kind of like words on a page and it's not the living word that I know it is in my brain, but it's like my spirit is not getting anything and I'm praying, but it just feels like air coming out of my mouth and it's not it's not the communion with the Lord that I want. And so there's this need to change and the need to come to Jesus in brokenness and contriteness and go, Jesus, I know I am missing something in my relationship with you and I want it to be there. Reveal to me what it is that is keeping me from this. And he is very loving and gracious to do that. And he's done that with me and recognizing that I have not been that fantastic lately in maintaining the relationship I want with him. And 
and actually reading his word for the sake of knowing him and not just because it's the right thing to do, which is easy for me to fall into that mindset. And when I'm just going through the motions that way, like this is the right thing to do. If I do this on a daily basis, then um, the Lord is with me. Then I begin to, uh, I lost my thought as to what I was just saying. But anyway, if I get into that um, doing works for the sake of being in a relationship with Jesus, my relationship ends up drying up and my connection to the vine, as it talks about in John 15, begins to become shriveled. And so what Jesus needs to do is when I've repented and I come back to him, I, he needs to prune where I've created extra growth that doesn't need to be there so I can bear fruit in him again. And so I, I've been going through John 15 and kind of refreshing myself in that, and it's only now seemingly just beginning to penetrate. But anyway, it's been a good study. Uh, it just took me a while to get to what was in it for me. And so that... In John chapter 15, 9 through 17, it says, As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that, your joy, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, and that whatever you ask the Father in my name he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another." And there's, so in this passage there, just like in Matthew 22, uh, 36 to 40, there is this command of love the Lord your God. And Jesus is giving a command here, and it's basically a command of to love me, and how do you love me? By keeping my commands. And so there's this, this kind of this circular reasoning that we love Jesus by obeying his commands and by obeying his commands, we love Jesus. And when we love Jesus, we will obey his commands and vice versa, which is kind of relaxing for me to know that if I'm just simply in the love of Jesus, then I'm obeying his commands. And if I'm obeying his commands, then I love Jesus. Um, and depending on how you look at that, that could be hard to grasp. For me, it, it seems it just feels natural and I can accept it for what it is with the grace and <clears throat> I'm thankful for what he's asking there. And his commandment is that we love one another with the same love that he loved us with. And that is supposed to be our desire. And and so just thinking through the commands of God and the simplicity that they are to love Jesus and to love others. And these are his commands. To love Jesus and to love others. And when we follow those commands, we love Jesus and we love others. And there's a simplicity here that I can convolute and get all tangled up in my mind. That this commandment is simple and the abiding nature of it is simple. And 
for me, this is what Jesus has been calling me back into is coming to the core of how do I continue to walk this out in a new season, in a new way, in a fresh way? How am I being sharpened? How is he building off this foundation that he's been continuing to make strong in my life? And uh, glory to him that the past me is is being done away with slowly but surely, and I can feel the change in the life and the transformation, and I'm excited about it on a daily basis. And for the most part, my life has joy in it now and a a new sense about it that I can honestly say I wondered where it was before as I read through the scriptures, and it was supposed to be there if I had a relationship with Jesus. And now it's it's become alive in my life in a new way, and I'm excited, but there's still, there's just room for the Lord to do more work in my life until the day I die and I become perfectly conformed to his image in the spirit. But other than that, he desires to conform me as much to his image this side of heaven as he possibly can. And am I willing and open to that? And are we willing and open to that? And so that, I have been convicted about that because I have not. I've just been dragging my feet. It's, I like, I have liked where I'm at that, Lord, this is a good place you have me and I am content. I feel like I've gotten everything I need. I'm learning to be cheerful in hard situations and have joy. And I'm learning to trust you for things, but I don't really need to go much further than this threshold. And I very much know that that is not the mentality I'm supposed to have. Jesus has more for us to take, to to live in and to dwell and abide in him in. And when we do that, we're going to bear fruit. But in order to abide in him, we also have to be pruned. And so this, the buildup of this last week and a half has been a recognition in my own soul that I need to be pruned. This is... These are the areas that need to be pruned, that need to change in order for energy to be directed into new places, into places that Jesus wants there to be ripe fruit. And he's got to nip off all these other lush leaves and other areas that are draining energy from the areas of my branch that he wants to bear fruit. And that is what he desires to do in all of our lives. And so I guess this episode is really an exhortation. The Lord has convicted me, and I, I realized I just needed to be open about this is, I mean, this is who I am. I am not a, I'm 22 years old, and I wrestle, and I struggle, and I am figuring out this thing called life. And there's a lot happening and so much that I want to do well in and I want to serve the Lord in. And it's easy for me to get up in that, in the spirit of wanting to do well and wanting to serve the Lord with my life. I begin draining the life Jesus wants me to have because I'm diverting it to so many different areas and so many different things that I think are going to serve the Lord. And I begin to become tired and I begin to drag my feet in different things like my 
daily scripture reading and and or I just remain where I'm at and think that do you know what what how I read scripture how I pray um how I listen to scripture and how I how I interact with the Lord during my day those can all remain and I can stay just as strong and that's Jesus isn't going to allow that. He wants us to be even stronger than who we are now. And it's hard to confront that, but it's also good. It's kind of like, I was going to say, it's kind of like peeling back a scab. There's that, I don't know if that's good for you or not, or why we do that even, but there's that kind of good itchy hurt, if you will, of peeling back a scab. And that's kind of what Jesus is asking us to do when it comes to our spiritual walk, that there's this there's this work that needs to be done in our lives, and yet for for greater strength to be added unto us through the Spirit of Christ, and we need to get in there and do it. And it's hard, but there is a good reward behind it. And so I, in just conclusion to wrapping up this, um, Jesus is the purpose and the intent of our lives, that we love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our might. This is the first and greatest commandment. And there is the second commandment, which is to love one another as Jesus loved us, or to love... Oh my goodness, I'm blanking on how that goes as I've got two different passages. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There we go. I should know that. Um... But the point here is we have to give glory to Jesus. I need to give glory to Jesus. This podcast is meant to give glory to Jesus. Return to the simplicity of Jesus. And Lord, I am in awe of you. I am in awe of your truth and of your word and of the ability to pray for you. Thank you for the simplicity of Christ Jesus that of myself, I am not able to produce anything. Lord, it is all by you. Thank you for convicting me forgiving me uh, uh, understanding of what needs to change in my life so I can become more unified and have better communion with you, Lord. And that is what he's doing in my life. And so I just give glory and I give praise to Jesus and that this is the single focus of, of my life and of giving myself back to Jesus and surrendering in obedience to him and where he's at. And I can feel, I just, as that begins to happen, I feel even through just talking about this stuff uh, in this episode, strength beginning to come in and new vision and excitement. And that's really cool to have that energy and the Holy Spirit to flood. And so I'm excited and I hope this has been encouraging to you all. Um, Thank you for listening and just know that I desire to be strong for you all, um, and sometimes that requires coming to you guys in humility and recognizing that I don't have everything together, and as much as I want to be a good leader and a good podcaster and and represent Jesus well, I can't do that all the time, and I need to come back in humility and repent before the Lord, repent for, before you all, and ask for the grace and forgiveness to carry forward. So I thank you all for for at least listening and hearing me out as I explain where I'm at in life. And it probably has no bearing in your lives whatsoever. Um, but I still appreciate you all taking the time to listen and 
just gleaning whatever the Lord would have for you in and what the Spirit is somehow communicating through through me, I believe. So just humbled and blessed by by Jesus and by all of you. And yeah, I am excited. So thanks all so much for listening. I'm finally concluding. Um, my prayers are with you this week. So take care. Thank you for listening to War Vessel Radio. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow and share this podcast with others so the truth of Jesus Christ will continue to spread. Thanks again for listening, and may the love, joy, peace, and grace of Jesus fill you today.